Hello and welcome to Teenagers Untangled, the audio hug for parents going through the teenage years. I'm Rachel Richards, journalist, parenting coach, mother of two teenagers and two bonus daughters. Hi there, I'm Susie Asley, mindfulness coach, mindful therapist, musician and mother of three teenagers, two of them are twins. Now, Susie, how do you feel about telling your kids about the sex, drugs and rock and roll in your past? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure there was any. (laughs) Likewise. Uh, I've led quite a... It's been a flavourful past, but I didn't really push any of those boundaries too much. Well, we had a listener ask us to help her because when she was in her 20s, a man broke into her home and raped her. Oh, golly. Very, very traumatic. Yes. And it will have had a defining impact on her. And she's now has tweens yep. and she's beginning to think about how she should approach it with mm. them. It, she's unusual because she's a public figure in her country. And what happened is actually on record. Oh, wow. So at some point they may well stumble on that information. Uh, regardless of whether she wants to tell them or not, this is mm. this is out there. Right. Yeah, so, so she so, feels like she wants to tell them before they read it, I guess. Yeah, so she wanted us to talk about this. I think it's an excellent topic yeah. to research because, look, there are a lot of parents who've done things like yeah. drugs, smoking, underage sex, yeah. theft, uh, yeah, <laughs> you it's a name great it. Topic. Uh, they'll have had things done yeah. to them. So let's talk about this. Mm. First of all, let's talk about nuggets. Mm-hmm. And what have you got for us today? Well, I have a lovely nugget, I think, which is, um, it was half term here last week. So um, it's just my twins at home now. One of of my kids is at uni. Um, And one of the twins was away on a school trip and the other one was not. So it was my daughter and we went to Bruges for the weekend, just me and her. Bruges is lovely. Oh, it's so pretty. It's so lovely. And it was really lovely. I mean, we get on really well um, anyway, but we just kind of pootled around. (laughs) It was so nice. And the nugget maybe is is all of it, but it was... um, you know, it was, um, we had dinner together and, and suddenly when you're on, we, we get on really well, but suddenly you're spending all your time together and doing things and eating and all the meals is very different from rattling around at home together, isn't it? Um, and so I, I said, at dinner tonight, I've got some questions. I'd found them online ages ago and had wanted to use them and, and had never done That would it. strike fear into my heart oh, as really? a teenager. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, oh, she gosh. was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, great, okay. And she was yeah. like, oh, I've seen some on TikTok too. Let's let's do that. Brilliant. So we had dinner and um, and we asked each other questions and it was so lovely. It was so much fun, <laughs> like really random things and really personal things and it was just really nice so um, I highly recommend I love that and Google them wow <laughs> and, and better because I did that with my teens when they turned mm. double digits mm. and uh, that was incredible but what a lovely bonding experience to do that later I'll yeah. be, I did that with my daughter when she had just finished her GCSE so this in summer this time last year because yes. mine are a year apart in school yeah. age and uh, it does your, your relationship has changed changed mm, and yeah, it's, it's a lovely. much more it's a lovely to do those gear shifts yeah. even if you can't afford to go away just yes. to do something where you shift gears yeah. and you go well you know we, we have a different relationship yeah, now really i love nice. that that's a good out. nugget yeah, love she that did, one. thank you she did she did my makeup one evening I'm rubbish, <laughs> and just stuff like that and also she's um she likes she really likes history but she's not who doesn't want to spend too long so we did lots of things quickly Perfect, perfect. <laughs> right, so that's the church. Yeah. Okay, and that's yeah, exactly right. Now what? <laughs> waffles again. <laughs> so my nugget What's is yours? actually I was listening to a therapist called Laurie Gottlieb, and she was talking about people turning up 
to speak to her, particularly men, and telling her things that they thought were weird and shameful. Mm. And she says, the thing is, most people have experienced the things that they're talking about, but they don't know that that's normal Mm. until they come to me. Mm. And it made me think again about something that's been happening a lot with teens. When I talk to teenagers, I often find that when they say something to me or they ask me a question, what they really want to know is, am I normal? Yes. Am I weird? And they, because there's an awful lot on social media about being divergent in any way, you yes. know, and they're all kind of figuring out their identities. Am I this? Am I that? What, you know, where do I sit in this? But I think the most, the thing that really underpins all of this is, am I normal? Yes. And we know that normal is a very broad spectrum. No one is. No one's normal. <laughs> and I think, I think the really, the thing we can do as parents is to be able to let our kids know that it's normal to think about a lot of the things that people think about. Yeah. And they're not broken and they're they're Mm. not strange and have those conversations with them. Mm. And when they tell you something, just say, actually say, you know, that's pretty normal. Yeah. That's kind of, I've had that thought or, you know, I know people generally think that. Oh, I love that. That's a brilliant, that's brilliant. And I I use that quite a lot in my, with my clients, especially the teenagers. Yeah. They come thinking they've, that, you know, that this, they've been told they've got anxiety and all of these things. And, And one of the first things I say to them is, you know, you know, having anxious thoughts is completely normal. Yeah. Yes. You are not broken. There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with you. And you just see their shoulders go, oh, oh, yes. what a relief. What's really vulnerable is one-to-one with someone you really care about opening up about yes. something you've been worrying about. Yeah. And actually, I think that's one of those very special spaces yeah. that we can have with our kids or, you know, because I often think they don't talk about some of those very vulnerable things no. with their own friends because it feels too no and they're often full of shame aren't they those yes. things and shame thrives in secrecy yes exactly so coming back to this question about what we talk to our kids about georgina uh, I, I put this up on social media georgina says that if it's going to help them yes of course um it's good to know that they're not the only one to feel that way which is mm. what we've just been saying but she said just you have to be selective there are many things we do not want to know about our parents mm. i'm with you there georgina yeah 100 <laughs> percent. and Jeanette, I- actually she was lovely she said look i suffered domestic violence mm. in a previous uh, relationship and she said her kids didn't actually, they haven't actually asked about it and about why she left the, the her previous partner, mm. but they're in contact with him. And she okay. said, the thing is, I don't want to have any impact on their relationship, but if they did ask me, I mm. think I would be honest about yes. it. So it's a really interesting one. And, and I think she's not hiding, but what she's doing is she's she's been careful because yeah. she doesn't want to impact them in yeah. a way that wouldn't help them. And I think that's a really, really good way mm. of jumping off into this topic because the question is, why is this coming up? Mm. You know, what? Why are we actually going to talk about this? And the most important factor is how we share that information. Now, mm. have they asked? Because mm. most of the time, the kids will come and ask you when they're ready. Yeah, and I guess it depends on what the topic is, doesn't it? Because there's it, there's the whole topic of, you know, mum, did you drink, do drugs? Sure. 
do that kind of stuff as a kid mm-hmm. um and then but the topic you're talking about now you know that's a relational thing that maybe is much more recent and and is very different in nature um there there are different topics yes they are and i'll i'll deal with yeah. the sort of the the more serious things yeah. later yeah. in the episode i think let's go over some of the stuff that yeah. is more common yes. which is so you know first of all have the kids asked if they've yeah. asked they it's not about you really <laughs> they're actually asking because they're probably thinking about how do i steer my way through this yeah. you know is it okay if i do yeah. this they're going to be looking for information yes that's so, what it is isn't yes, it yes yes um, you know, and they, they will, they, quite often it's that they see that you've got certain values and they're mm. testing them. They're, yeah. they're trying to say, well, you know, you, you say that this is the way it is, but have you ever? It's like a permission slip, isn't it? Yeah. If you, if yeah. You, if you've yeah. done it, then, then I can. Well, to an extent. And, and it's not about you. It's literally, if they ask you this question that, well, it can be, because what they can be, what often they're trying to do is they're trying to connect with you. Mm. You are the two, their parents are the most important people in mm. their lives. And so they will want to, there's a point at which they're trying to connect more mm. with you, trying to understand you, mm. like, how did you get where you are? They can't ask a lot of these questions of other adults, right? Because they can ask their mates, but their mates only know what they know when they know it, mm. or what they're getting from social media. What they can't get is from ad- other adults, unless yeah. there are other adults. Yes. Okay, so, so the question you've got to think is, what's most beneficial or important for my kids to know? What details might be inappropriate or scary or too personal? And are there things I just don't want them to know? And these are things to think about before it crops up. So Mm. my point is, if you have a set of values and then you think, actually, I didn't really do those things when I was young, like Mm. I used to smoke or Mm. I was a real heavy drinker, whatever Mm. it was, Mm. you know that that is a thing Mm. that you did. And so the thing to do is think about at what point would I tell them and what would I tell them? Mm. And do do it ahead of time. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to struggle when they first ask you because they probably will. Yeah, they (laughs) probably will. (laughs) (laughs) Don't lie because that's going to always come out eventually and then then that's really bad. 100%. Honesty is absolutely critical. They have a bullshit radar. They do and they'll find out and then your trust is tricky (laughs) yes and they're looking for data points they want to know do your current rules and values match up and it's okay if they don't they're not the same right because what you can do is how you explain the world to them each child is different you may not be able to do it with both kids at the same time you're not going to sit down and have some conference about it or you might but you'll find that it will come at different stages Mm. and it depends on the child yeah i think i've had i've been asked questions like that with everybody Mm. and then having to filter the response depending yeah yes interesting the younger one is listening um yeah it does make a difference Mm, does make a difference right and and here's it there's a good joke about a little girl who comes home one day and says to her mother sarah told me where she came from and the mother Mm. thinking her daughter is referring to how babies are made launches into an elaborate discussion Mm. of sex and reproduction and the girl Mm with her jaw dropped, says, mummy, Sarah came from Australia. (laughs) (laughs) So the point is, kind of have to know what they're actually asking. All right. Don't assume that when they're asking you a question that you really know why. Mm. So using curious, just being curious. Yeah. We talked about this before, the curiosity over the judgment. Ask a question back. Ask a question (laughs) back because that can stall it a little bit. But don't look like you're stalling. Just be genuinely interested. So you can say, I'm so impressed that you're thinking about these issues. You know, you can compliment them on it and then say, 
what made you think about this right mm. now? Um, you know, do you, do you think about like, do they actually want chapter and verse? Mm. Or is this just an idle question that's yeah. popped into their head? Are they looking for rules? Are they looking to connect? So try and suss out what it is they're looking for mm. before you start launching into any of this. Because you don't want to, like, you don't want to over deliver mm. and then answer the question directly. Because it demonstrates respect for them. You know, yeah. if you say, so here's the answer to that with whatever you're prepared to say. Yeah. And what it does is it teaches them to be open and to trust us. It, yeah. When you're, don't you think? Yeah, a hundred percent. I think the trust is everything. Yes. And we don't, that doesn't mean we can't filter out the replies. Uh-huh. But we, but yeah, trusting is, is, is absolutely crucial. So each time they ask you a question mm -hmm. like this, what they're really saying is, can I come to you and ask you things? Yeah that maybe are a bit awkward. Yeah. I mean, my kids have asked me some very awkward things. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, and I, I, I've delivered the goods because yeah. I've said to them, I will always answer yeah. your questions. I may not give you the detail that you think you yeah. deserve because there's a generational mm. barrier and I'm your mother mm. and some things wouldn't be appropriate, mm. but I will definitely answer your question mm. as honestly as I, as I see fit. Yeah. I think the one where I think it's difficult is, um, is when, if they ask about drugs and, and if, and, and things like that. Um, and if, if you have done a lot of drugs and obviously think maybe that wasn't a great idea or you don't want your kids to, because I do think, Things like that, they we've talked about this before in other episodes. They it is a little bit permission slippy. Yes, absolutely. Um, and when they are faced over f a decision, you know whether to or not, because they will be offered um, at the back of their mind. If they know that we did, then they're way more likely yeah. to go. Oh, Mum did. It must be right. Yes, um, so she's fine. It's. It's that's the one where I go, Ugh. not that I particularly did at all, but if that is the case and, and maybe alcohol is in the same bracket, but it's not quite. as Well, I'd like to address that. I think it's really yeah. good that you raise that because, um, first of all, we did do an episode on drugs. Yeah. I, if, if this is something you will t be touched with, mm. definitely listen to the episode because mm. we spent a lot of time talking and thinking mm. about this. But, you know, parents' hands are tied. If you lie, you put your entire relationship on the line. And yes. uh, if you come clean, you run the risk of showing your kid that it's fine mm. to try these things. So here's what I was thinking about this, because President Obama had a conversation with a group of at-risk kids in Chicago mm. about his drug use. Okay. And he explained to them that when he was their age, he didn't have a dad in his house. He was angry about it. And he didn't realise it at the time, mm. but he made some really bad choices. Mm. And so it's not the doing mm. thing so much as what we think about what we did and why mm. we did it yes. and how we process it now. Yes. So I think if you're going to go there and say, yeah, I tried drugs, mm. you need to frame it in a way that makes it clear that that was not like I'm, you know, just go and have, have a no. fun time. And an interesting one that we did actually mention in the drugs episode was that drugs have changed significantly. Yes, they're much stronger. So the strength, yeah, exactly, yeah. strength of marijuana is much more potent than it was yeah, in the 70s. There's Same. there's fentanyl in drugs yeah, now. You know, yeah. these, they, they don't know what necessarily what they're getting. No, no, it's very different, yeah. And so I really think we need mm. to, I think it's brilliant that you brought mm. that up because we need to frame it in yeah. a way where we can say, it's not fair, but actually I really, I look back. Okay, here's a great example. My daughter, I'm teaching her how to drive. Mm. 
And while we were driving, we were we were we were picking up speed. We'd got to thirty miles an hour in this area, which is o- an open road. And I said to you know anyone can drive it fast. It's actually navigating mm. around the small country lanes and the parked cars mm. and everything. And then I stopped and I said, I'm going to tell you a story. When I had learnt to drive, mm. I had borrowed. My mother had this really underpowered van. It is mm. a small van for delivering furniture, and I borrowed it because mm. I'd, I'd had to run an errand. And I was on a Lincolnshire country road, which are super long and straight, mm-hmm. and you can see for miles. Mm. And I decided I was going to overtake the car in front of me. Mm-hmm. So I pulled out, and this van <laughs> just didn't accelerate. And it was just, <laughs> and this, this car was coming right at me. Mm. And right at the last minute, I tucked back in, because there's, mm. there's a side of me that's like, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it, I'm going to, mm. and I tucked back in. Mm. And I said to her, I've never lost the fear that I had that day where mm. I thought, that could have been a different result. Yeah. That was a really stupid thing to do. Whoa. So my point is, sometimes telling these stories can really help our kids. I can guarantee she's not going to actually pull out in an underhand vehicle and try to take because it can be really helpful yeah. to them to yeah. hear that you stories did some did really stupid stuff, stupid stuff and yeah. you look back and think, oh, yes. I do. I remember it. Yeah, yeah no, that's a good, really good point. And, and it, it's the, but there's a difference between being honest and being evasive, which is dangerous, because if yeah. they can tell you're being evasive, then they're going to think, oh, what's she not telling me? But you can delay. Yeah. You can delay. So you can say, do you know what? I I don't really know how to explain or answer that question right now. Mm. Can we come back? Mm. Maybe can we talk tomorrow lunchtime? Or can yeah. we just say to them, it's not that I'm... I'm not going to talk mm. to you about it, but I haven't really thought about it in a yeah. long time. And I think I'd that's like a great idea. Through. We have to be a bit careful, I guess, in that, because in, in their heads, they're going, whoa, what did they do? <laughs> like, Absolutely. What's the story Absolutely. they're trying to, trying yes. to hide? <laughs> yes, they will. They will think that. But it's about, it's the question is, is this more damaging than actually saying yes. something to them that 100%. isn't right? Yes. That's not quite... So and we, there's that. Yeah, having time to think is, is often a really valuable thing to, to choose. And also what you're doing is you're teaching your kids that this is what they can do. Yeah. So, you know, this is the, we're living in this culture where I talk to my kids about this mm. all the time, where as soon as they've opened a message, mm. they have to respond. Yeah. And I keep saying, no, you don't. Mm. And they say, no, 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 you, have, you don't understand. You mm. do not understand, mum. And I keep trying to say to them, no, don't, mm. don't. You, you just hold back. It's okay. Just yeah. say, oh, I'm, I, I'm just thinking about mm. it. I'll message you. My daughter was trying to teach her twin brother that the other day. Was she? Yeah. And? She was going, you know, oh, she was she was telling me that she'd said to him, um, you know, I just told him, you know, just, you don't have to reply immediately. Just, you know. That's you brilliant. You can be busy. It's fine. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> It's like a burning hole in it their is. phone, isn't it? Oh, turn your <laughs> notifications off. Yes, I love it. She's got it. She's, She's got brilliant. It. Once yeah. they've clicked, it's great, yeah. isn't it? Um, the question is also, can we be non-specific? So I've got this great yes. friend who's really brutal. She's a surgeon. And her, her approach to everything is really hardcore. And her she's very open with her kids about yeah. a lot of things. But the, she draws a line. Mm. And she said, my kids have asked me whether... I did this with their dad. Mm. And I said, that wouldn't be appropriate for me to tell you, Mm. but I can tell you what most adults do. Okay. Which I thought that's a nice kind of take dainty side step. Spread it out. Yeah. It's a dainty side step. It's like, I am not going to tell you, you know, because I know I've talked to lots of adults, you know, I've dealt with this. So I'm going to tell you what people do. Interesting. I'm going to borrow that. It's a useful one, isn't it? It's useful. Yeah. So you can sidestep. 
and and explain that it's not a, because some yeah. things are you know come on that's not really your business and yeah. and sometimes we some of us have kids who love pressing our buttons yeah okay so let's not pretend that this doesn't happen so yeah I'm sitting here thinking um I think I've got off got away lightly I haven't been asked mm, that much oh I've just no I yeah. have it's <laughs> it may come <laughs> um so we've talked about drugs and then interestingly they the coming back to the drugs the substance so it's a catchily named website that I went on to the substance abuse and mental health services administration which is the agency within the US Department of Health wow. Services so how they put it is they say don't let your past top, stop you from talking to your child about underage drinking for mm. example if you drank as a teenager just be honest yeah but tell them, I knew it, I know it was risky. Yeah. I wasn't thinking clear. Mm. I wasn't thinking clearly at the time. And here are the risks. Yeah. And this is what happened to me, yes. maybe. And like, I was lucky. Yeah. I was lucky, but you might not be. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I look back with horror. Yeah. So you probably can... kind of, they get a gauge of who we were when we were young, don't they? So if you say something that doesn't ring true, they're, they're, they're going to know. So Yeah. yeah. And the, and the problem with giving too much information, just to sort of dwell on that for a minute, is that you risk parentification. Mm. That's a word that came up in, I think, in the 60s. Mm. And it's this where your kids end up sort of parenting you, where mm. they you've, you open up on something that feels really, it's, it's, it's too much information. Mm. And then they suddenly, the role is flipped. Mm. Particularly if you then say, oh, and then it, I was really upset about it. And then this mm. happened and you've given them too much information yeah. that you still need to be their parent. Yeah, I think it's, it's a really interesting topic, actually, because you can spread it out kind of to sort of more emotional stuff. Like my kids recently have been asking me about uh, how my parents were with me. And I've been quite honest with them. Same. Um, Very and- honest. And that's really helpful and useful. And, and their grandparents are still alive and um, they see them regularly and have, they've, you know, have a great relationship. Um, but it helps them to understand some of my choices I have with them and how I am. And I think that's really, really useful. But there's still a filter within that as well because, you know, it's their grandparents as well. Mm. Um, I think it's really empowering because mm. it's also, I will say to them, I think I've been getting this wrong mm. and here's why. Yes. And it's not that, you know, I it, my parents were terrible people. Mm. It's just that I had this upbringing and then I've been trying to do this to fix it. Mm. And I'm very sorry. Yeah. It's not, it's not you. It's actually me and yes. it's me yes. because of this. And yeah. then they can understand. They see they get depth to human yeah. relationships and they have context and yes. it's not about black and white yeah. and this person's good and this yeah. person's bad and you're wrong and you're, yeah. you know, it's, I think it's really powerful. It's really powerful and I can almost see it with them. Like they ask and it's not just about my childhood but you know things I did or Mm -hmm. things that were happened and you kind of really see them listening and they suddenly see you in a different light it's like when when the first time they realize that you are you know you're not you're not just their mum that you maybe have a job Uh (laughs) or you do other stuff they kind Uh of oh whoa (laughs) it's really good for them yes it is good for them and 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 always knowing that you are their parent so your job is to be their parent but so for example Telling them the love stories. I've yes. told my girls about my great mm. romances, which oh. happened before my, not, not that my husband isn't romantic, but, <laughs> but, but, you know, the romances that I had and the ups and downs yeah. and what I got wrong and what I mm. learned from them. And all those discussions can really help them think, oh, okay, yeah. okay, it's not that easy. And yes, yeah. that's fine. 
you know, I'm getting it wrong. And, and also that for me, you know, the real relationships didn't happen till way later than no. a lot of these kids. No. So my tricky conversations it. with mine have maybe been about their dad. Yes. That's and that's tricky. very hard. And, and you have to really put, you know, baby steps around yeah, that, I imagine. And they've asked me some, you know, very honest questions and I've ended up telling them the truth mm. um and they didn't always like it um mm. but I did it in a way that was I think and and I, I'm pretty sure now is is you know good and it's been fine and it wasn't such a big thing but yeah I had to really think about what 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 do I want to answer so the topic is is relevant. I want to dwell on that because I mm. think actually when it comes to separations and um, talking about mm. that stuff, it's very, very hard. Because really I've been in that situation. Mm. My husband's been in that mm. situation. And I think every time um, there, there, it, that question comes up, the, que- the answer has to be around, how do I demonstrate to my kids that there isn't a right and a wrong, yeah. but that people behave in certain ways mm. together and they don't work mm. and and it's not good and, and I had to set out boundaries you know I think it's about how do you solve things that aren't working yeah it is it is but there are actually some some questions they they can ask that are, are difficult because mm. they want to know often not always but they often want to know you know why yes because yes. you know for for years there's a hope in their heads isn't there that well maybe maybe this will work out differently in the long run um you know why and if there's been you know uh, something that has been you know really difficult like i don't know infidelity or abuse or yes. you know that kind of thing and they ask you you know direct question around it that's really difficult to navigate very difficult um yes. to, to both be honest and not shock them and um yeah, to get that balance. And yeah. they also have a relationship with, with the other parent afterwards. All, all of that is, is a tricky balance. Very tricky. And, you know, power to you for navigating it because mm. it is really, really mm. hard. Um, and, and it's never one and done. No, no. You, you, you never explain something and then everybody's happy and, you no. know, you're going to have to keep going in. Because what, what, if you explain something, watch them. Mm. because they'll be taking it in and they may go oh yeah and then walk off mm. or they may just be thinking oh okay I, because what every time you tell them something it's mm. going to shift that mm. needle to their better understanding mm. of, of something mm. about you and and they may want to come back in again mm. so letting them know that you know yeah, can, it's okay yeah. you have can ask more questions yeah. if you want um, yeah, that's important. Coming on to the rape experience, uh, you know, that's that's a proper trauma. And it's interesting because I was listening to uh, John Ronson talking uh, about culture wars and he interviewed the man um, who wrote, the Bessel van der Kolk, who wrote The Body Keeps the Score, mm. that was a bestseller during lockdown. and. Yeah. Um, and the, the the word trauma has become used in so many scenarios that Van der Kolk is horrified by because he says it's it's really demeaning to the mm. people who genuinely suffered, you know, rape or mm. been through a war zone or, mm. you know, it's kind of, we have to be careful with the use of yeah. these words. We have to just be clear how we define it. Correct. Yeah. And, um, but that is really is trauma that this mm. person's gone through. And the thing about trauma is you don't, you don't, it doesn't, treatment doesn't make it go away. It just makes you reach a place where your trauma no longer dominates your mm. life. And and it's incredible. This this woman has talked about it publicly. Mm. It's it's out there. I actually found another writer who talked about her own situation because she was raped and then 
they didn't find the person mm. and she moved countries she remarried she's very happy she's got kids mm. one was 12 another was younger and then suddenly they contacted her and said we found your rapist via <gasps> dna Oof. and she ended up having to go through the entire court case with her family set up the way it was yes. and as you can imagine that will have drug up dragged up every single yeah. thing that she'd struggled with in the past that she probably didn't want to have to deal with again but she did gosh and I think what's what's really important is this kind of the sharing information can't be to alleviate your own distress. So you have to have dealt with it yourself mm. before you can start talking about those sorts of things to a child yeah. or, or one of your yeah, children. As much as you can. Yes. And this particular woman said that, uh, you know, things actually were happening around them where she was having to go to court cases. Mm. She was They were having to cancel things. They had to stop going to certain mm. places and um she realized that the way to frame it was to talk about the positives of it mm. so for example with her situation was yes a bad thing happened but look at what we're doing mm. look at look at how good stuff happens mm. and um and i think she, and she said 2 years later when her son was 14 after the case after he was convicted she her son asked her for more details mm. And it wasn't about the crime. It was about the relationships and how it had impacted their life. Mm. And she was honest with him and told him. And he said he was very grateful that she waited mm. because it would have been harder when he was yeah. younger. So that's a really interesting that point. Interesting. Again, he was ready because he asked her. And maybe, yeah, I was going to say, going back to your original thing, have they asked you? Did they ask you? Why are you giving this information? And then if you've got something really traumatic yeah. like that in your past, I would always frame it in a in a way like, yes, this happened, yeah. but here I am surviving. Yeah. Here I've made this yeah. for myself. This is because we are products of everything that has happened to us. Yeah, and children worry, don't they? They worry. Yes. You know, they want to keep us safe as well. They want us to be safe so that mm -hmm. they can, so we can be there for them. That's yes. Tricky balance. Yes. So I, th I think in her situation, um, wait until they come to you to ask about yeah. it. If you I, can, I, would, I guess sometimes can. that's not possible, but yeah, if, if you can. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the bottom line is whatever you choose to tell your child, explain your current val values, your rules, mm. your goals, mm. you know, w in context so that they can, you can, it's a, it's a chance to reinforce, here's how I really think now mm. as a person who's grown up, mm. an adult, you yeah. know, and so yes, okay, I might have done this, that and yeah. that when I was a kid. But I, I didn't have those values there. Now I know. Yeah. I'm not stupid anymore. I'm no. not. Right. And I think a lot of the questions they ask and think for my kids anyways, is curiosity. It's like, yeah, exactly. they want to know who we are. Yes. What, we, what did you used to be like? It's like looking at old photos, isn't it? Well, yes. Oh, my God, look at your hair. And, you know, what did you used to do? What were your hobbies? Like, yes. who were you before you became my boring old mum? <laughs> it adds depth to their story. Yeah. It makes them something. They're like, oh, because my kids love telling people I was born in Africa. Mm. You know, there's. They sort of, I, I'm a, I think I'm a something percent African. And I said, no, no, no you're not. Because <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but when they were young, it was really a big yeah, thing. Yeah. But, it, you know, you, the experiences I've had have informed yes. the world yeah. and the way that I've yeah. seen the world. Yeah, and so, yeah, it's, yeah, it gives depth to the family history yeah, and the story. It's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting. It's yeah. So that's it. If you found this useful, please send it to at least one person or share it on social media. We love reviews. Do. we love reviews uh we love hearing from you we read everything we do actually have reviews but we'll do that next time uh if you suggest an idea we're going to cover it i promise well 
Probably. Eventually. I mean, this was this was this lady contacted us quite some time ago. Yeah. So I'm very, very sorry. But here it is. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but weird suggestions we might not do. No, no, no. Oh, God, no. <laughs> No, like, we're not going to do everything. No, we're not. No, no. I mean, it has to be something that we care about. Something we like. Actually, it's something I care about or we care yeah, about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we're not going to talk think about that's this. that's fair enough. Um, you can find our old episodes on www.teenagersuntangled.com and also sign up for my newsletter there. Susie, you've been doing some excellent reels on social media. Thank you um, They're really fun. They're fun. <laughs> it's yes. really fun to do. They're them. fun to watch. You're doing more with businesses yes. as well. Um, yeah. So if you so want to... workshops and businesses and companies courses um it's, it's really fun yes so if you need her skills in any way either for you or for your business mm-hmm. uh you can reach her at www.amindful-life.co.uk don't forget to hit the follow button so you don't miss a thing and a big hug from us bye-bye for now bye-bye